0: just beyond the reach of understanding.
1: Hey, Mike, it's Patreon-exclusive episode time, and we've got a wacky one, but a cool one.
0: <laughs> yeah, wacky, but quite... Uh, it's it's wacky and wonderful in a weird, wild way.
1: Thank you, Johnny Carson. Yes. It's it, weird, it, wild. No, I, I love the story. Um, I do, too. I was going to ask you, like, Mike, are you familiar with a book title known as the Wilderness Hunter. Now, act like you've never, act like you don't know what we're going to talk about. And I'll say, Mike. Okay.
0: The uh, Wilderness Hunter. Are
1: you familiar with that
0: book? I am not familiar with that book.
1: Mike, do you know then that that was written by, which you obviously don't know, it was written by former president of the United States, our 26th president,
0: Milford B. Hayes.
1: The, no. <laughs> Just call him I Wilford
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what number was he <laughs>
1: Well his name was Rutherford
0: Yeah well we had Or Rutherford. Rutherford, and Rutherford And you said
1: Wilford So
0: Okay all um, the same thing to me
1: No uh, this is our 26th and he It's all politics Theodore Roosevelt I call yes. him Teddy We're like this Teddy and I
0: Yeah it was awesome I am a big fan
1: You like Teddy you're a Teddy oh, Teddy fan. I tell you
0: Patrick you uh, You want to see some yeah, uh, Teddy Roosevelt stuff. You come out to Medora with Mary and I.
1: I tell you what, though, man, I—I I, you know me. I am a presidential nut. I mean, yeah. uh, not nearly as much as I used to be. i have i i feel like I've forgotten a lot more than I've ever learned. But I—I I mean, I could spark that memory again sometime. But uh, you know, all—all politics talk aside, all you know, Democrat, Republican, whatever the hell you are, and stuff. This is a president. I'm nothing. This is a president. Yeah, I know you are. This is a president who I think both sides can admire for several Absolutely. different reasons, and of course, both can argue against him. Himself, a man, what a man of just strength, and whether or not you believed with what he uh, pushed, a man of integrity, and he he said it like it was, you know, and he was not one to know. He wasn't known to be a boastful braggart, a liar. I should say, You're right? Um.
0: I think what you got out of him, it was like, yeah, he was putting it to you.
1: It was straightforward. The only way
0: that the only way that he <laughs> knew how to do it,
1: exactly. So, in um, into or the Wilderness Hunter, a book written by Teddy Roosevelt. Again, I call him Ted, no Teddy. Which
0: actually, not to cut in on here, but no, it's fine. But I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Teddy Roosevelt did not start out as the healthy, ro- robust man that he turned out to be i mean uh, growing up he was oh, rather ill when yes skinny and absolutely just, you know like the kind of sitting on the bleachers in gym class because he got a tummy ache kind of guy you know
1: well and he also i know What's he a, didn't he didn't he suffer his eye injury from a um was it a boxing yeah. match or something yep, like he uh, was
0: a boxer yeah
1: because he got i mean we're not going to talk about teddy roosevelt here but he Nobody. he got really really into physical fitness and he was this sets uh, the stage though for the story it does it does absolutely and he was very and we we've used the term rugged already because he was an extremely rugged outdoorsman a hunter you know he is uh he, he's known for his well let's let's just say it if it weren't for teddy roosevelt a lot of our preserved national you know oh, they'd be um, gone right Exactly. Yeah. You know, the lands that we just cherish would, yeah. they be covered in buildings right now, basically. Yeah.
0: And that's why he loved Medora so much. I mean, he, he hunted there, you know, out in uh, western North Dakota and it's beautiful out there. And uh, his cabin is out there that he had and just amazing. Uh, a lot of history.
1: Did you also know, I mean, hey, we've already talked about presidential tidbits, so why not talk about it a little bit more? Did you know that he actually suffered a bullet wound to the chest and he still finished out his, like, a campaign speech?
0: Yep. yep. He, he, yeah, I did. <laughs> I have heard that. Later notice. that day. But that is uh, that was Teddy Roosevelt. You know, speak yeah. softly, carry a big stick, obviously, you know, his big uh, motto, you know. Fifth cousin wow.
1: of... Uh, the uh, future president Franklin Delano Roosevelt, fifth yes. cousin, and also, just in case, um, if and he know, had
0: a thing for his his uh, his wife, but then it I, didn't work out. Yeah, you
1: know, we're not going to go down that path there.
0: Yeah, she uh, didn't like. She didn't. She didn't care for men too much. I guess.
1: Well, I guess what but can you say? Know. What can you say?
0: Anyway, you know, carry on. Well, I've been I, I don't
1: wayward son. <laughs> um. Where was I going? Oh, uh, in case you. uh, I totally blew it out of your head. In case you get this presidential quiz, um, who was the youngest president ever? Yes, it was Teddy Roosevelt, 42 years of age, the youngest United States president ever, but not, this is where it gets tricky, not the youngest elected president ever. Um, Whoa, jeepers, creepers, those dogs. Um, No, Teddy became president upon the assassination of William McKinley at 42 years old. He was obviously the vice president at that time.
0: He did not finish his speech before he went and got...
1: Did not. No. Um, <laughs> and uh, the youngest elected president, though, was uh, somebody named John F. Kennedy. So,
0: Right. Uh, That's what I was going to say. I bet it was him.
1: Yes, absolutely. Not mm-hmm. Joe Biden, contrary to popular belief. <laughs> He's,
0: um, the <laughs> He's the ass oldest. He's the ass-oldest.
1: Oh, man. live. <laughs> Anyways, enough with the political yes, stuff. Yeah, but right. the Wilderness Hunter, a book written by Mr. Teddy Roosevelt. And I bet it's an awesome book. I would love to get it. 191 yeah. pages, published in 1893. Mike's dogs are going nuts right now. Um, it was basically talking about Teddy's uh, days of adventure out hunting. It heavily focuses on the life of grizzly bears that he was you know, studying. I mean, yes, he was hunting, but he was also, he provided a lot of learned information um very much appreciated about wildlife of
0: you yes know. his cabin actually in it's in Medora there um wow. it uh it has like you know like a zebra rug on the floor and <laughs> the <African laughs> oh yeah he traveled across the, the walls yeah
1: this he wasn't just a a hunter in the united states here in America no he was he went on safaris and he was all over the place yeah it was it was interesting, that's for sure. Very. But I'm gonna look at this article that I sent you here, Mike, to give us the gist of this story. And where'd it go? It disappeared. Of course it disappeared. You might have to send that back. No, no, there it is. I got it. Forget it. <laughs> this is Patreon exclusive. This is what you get for one buck a month, everybody. Don't take it for granted. This is high quality entertainment and informative.
0: Well, as much as we can,
1: and if you enjoy large dogs do in the background, uh, that much better.
0: Yeah, and then when these two large dogs start to play, it's like uh, it's like a thunderstorm on Mount Vesuvius or something.
1: So, Mike, anyway. when this when this book was published in eighteen ninety three, uh, what were you up to?
0: Eighteen ninety three? Yeah, sorry, I was probably coughing and yelling at dogs. <laughs> I was
1: going to say, <laughs> it got Mike in mid exhale. There he's coughing profusely but uh okay yeah the uh, teddy roosevelt and the montana incident this is an article shared from feddy Fe- Fe- feathers and whiskey <laughs> a southern lifestyle magazine yeah baby feathers and whiskey teddy roosevelt and the montana incident now this is focusing on an excerpt from teddy's book the wilderness hunter as i said published in 1893 Written by the future president, avid sportsman, Theodore Roosevelt. Now the story part of the story that we're focusing on is when, you know, this is written down. I want to get this book just for this. Teddy shared a story that he he got from a, an an old trapper back in the day. Okay, picture, picture Dan like Dan Hagerty. Yeah, right. <laughs> picture, <laughs> Denver pile. <laughs> um picture, you know, the 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 um, raccoon hat on type yeah. thing, you know, the grizzled beard. Um, I think he had a badger hat. Probably smelled, <laughs> you know. Are you knows?
0: talking about Teddy? I don't know.
1: Anybody. Yeah. No, I'm talking about this trapper man, actually. Oh, so. uh, yeah, yeah. Refer to teddy as Teddy
0: Roosevelt the one that the Teddy Neglige was named after?
1: I hope to God that is not true, and um, I'm almost certain it isn't.
0: But so. the Teddy bear was.
1: You know what? Is that true? I think it is. Is it? I believe so. Hmm. You know, the reason only reason that I am questioning that is because there is debate about such things like, you know, is the Baby Ruth candy bar named after Babe Ruth? And Well, it
0: was named after the daughter of the
1: Yeah, exactly, a lot of
0: people, owner.
1: But there I mean, that was a big argument back in the day because at the peak of Babe Ruth's popularity, I mean, a lot of people believed that it was based on him and i think he kind of thought that too um great
0: right. so anyways i kind of want to i don't know something we can look up
1: so this is a story that was Eventually. told to a young teddy roosevelt by a man named as or named bauman b a u m a n who is referred to in the book's text as a grizzled weather-beaten old mountain hunter so picture mike up there <laughs> yeah <laughs> with his, with this is your beard coming back yet i can see your goatee uh,
0: yeah, I I put it back down to just to go to eat. Oh,
1: you're not going to do the beard thing? You gave into? Oh, it. I
0: looked really old, and I looked I looked like. Oh, you I didn't was, like it? Oh, okay. Looked uh, I looked um like destitute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you look like you should be sitting out and on the sidewalk with a with a tin with a cup. sign, yeah,
0: and a guitar <laughs> and a wheelchair with a dog sitting in it, an out of tune guitar that he that needs food that he
1: cannot play.
0: And I'm not making fun of homeless people. I'll tell you that. No, right now.
1: we're making fun of you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, you are, I should say. Now there are no other details about this um, alleged grizzled, weather-beaten old mountain hunter. But again, I mean, why would Teddy Roosevelt, in his own autobiography, that's well, it's not an autobiography essentially, but writing about his times in the out in the woods, you know, focusing on this family, a grizzly bear. Why would he decide to throw in? I'm going to tell a false tale from an old trapper man. Right. I don't know. But there are no other details about this Bauman except that he was of German heritage and had lived all of his life on the frontier. Now as the story goes, the old mountain man tells the future president that he and an unnamed partner had planned to trap Beaver in a remote section of the Montana wilderness near the Wisdom River, now known as the Big Hole. <laughs> Beaver
0: big hole. Oh, don't, don't. oh, cut that out. Stop
1: it. This is Patreon. That's not going to be cut out. What are you talking about? That's enough of that. That's true, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, it is now known as the big hole. And why? Is there an explanation? No. Why does there okay. need to be an explanation for because
0: everything? Because it's stupid, and I want to know why.
1: Well, maybe it looks like a big <laughs> hole. And so, therefore, the brilliant mind who discovered it said, you know what? I'm going to call that the big hole. Is that not good enough for you?
0: I'd like to see his wife. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead.
1: Now, other hunters avoided the area because it was called the big hole. No, I'm kidding. Avoided the area after a trapper's mutilated body was discovered sometime earlier by a group of miners passing by his camp, the grizzled old man's camp. Still, the two men were not to be deterred by the stories told of the area and ventured deep into the remote Montana backcountry. There, they made a quick lean to shelter, lean to shelter, and with few hours of daylight left, made their way up the river to scout. As you can tell, I'm reading this article verbatim now. That's okay. They returned at dusk to discover their cover destroyed and their belongings scattered around the campsite. Naturally, thinking it was a bear, they cleaned up, and Bauman set about making supper. His partner left to investigate some tracks, and what he found could not have been made by a bear, but something that walked upright on two legs like a man. You know what we're getting at, Mike? It was Joe Biden. Biden
0: okay. Joe Biden beetle. <laughs> Bipedal.
1: <laughs> Bipedal Biden. That's who it was. Uh, <laughs> but no man could have... Bipedal. <laughs> <laughs> I like that name. Joe Bipedal Biden. I like that. But no man could have left these... Large prince. Story goes on. The trapper returned to camp and told his partner what he had discovered. Bauman scoffed at his partner's concerns, but the man was adamant about his findings. The hunters then settled into sleep, but it would not be a restful night. Sometime before dawn, Bauman was awakened by the sound of breaking branches and, of course, the classic foul-smelling odor. He could see a big hulking shape looming in the distance and it was Teddy Roosevelt. In
0: a blue leisure suit. <laughs> right, <a> blue leisure.
1: <laughs> That's where Teddy Roosevelt eventually got shot. It was from this old grizzled frontiersman. No. After blue seeing leisure this big... Now,
0: son, you hear from uh, In the Darkness. I'll have some more of that. It's good.
1: Anyway. Cousin Eddie. Huge, Dang it. beastly bulging man. Because it's not hulking, it's bulging,
0: right? So it all fits together. Hulking, bulging.
1: It'd be it's hilarious. It'd be hilarious if Teddy Roosevelt used the word bulging.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, would we got a never s- have been elected. <laughs> we got a snort
1: out of Mike. <laughs> Uh, Okay, continuing. He could see a huge, big, I'm going to say it, bulging shape looming in the distance and fired at it with his rifle, but whatever it was fled into the darkness. The two men built up the fire and sat up the rest of the night. See, now I I got Cousin Eddie running around in the woods (laughs) in my mind right now.
0: Leaving huge footprints (laughs) in the mud. (laughs) Right, (laughs) exactly. Those huge footprints from white... White uh <laughs> Those, th- those shoes. shoes,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway. Take me to the big hole, Clark. <laughs> uh. Now, the next morning, they stayed close together and worked their traps. Later, when they returned to camp, they again found the campsite destroyed. Something's going on there, Mike. This time, the men built a more significant fire and agreed the next day to leave the area. In the morning, with the sun shining brightly... Bauman and his partner felt a bit foolish for letting their fears get the best of them. And while Bauman gathered the last of the traps, the other hunter returned to camp to make final preparations to leave. Now, let's let's stop for a second now. Even back then, before... I mean, these grizzled, you know, experienced frontiersmen... They
0: have were, seen a lot.
1: They've seen everything, and they're getting freaked out, so much so that they're firing at things in the darkness not knowing what they're shooting at. And then so much so that they actually feel weird and foolish about that the following day. Like what the hell, man, what, what overtook us to make us react this way? Well, you get where we're Swamp going gas. at here. Swamp gas coming from the big hole. <laughs> uh,
0: I did not do that. I didn't say that on purpose. That just came to my head. Yeah,
1: It was good though. Now, uh, <laughs> Uh, again, while feeling a bit foolish for laying the fears to get the best of them, and while Bauman gathered the last of the traps, the other hunter returned to camp to make final preparations to leave. When Bauman finally returned, this is where it gets nasty, he was greeted by the horrific sight of his partner's body, laid out with a broken neck and bite marks to his throat.
0: eviscerated.
1: Bauman paused no, only briefly up. to survey the scene trying to make sense of what had happened. And then, taking only his rifle, he fled the camp, making it to where the horses had been tied. Now, Bauman makes no mention of what he thought the creature was, and Roosevelt does not call it a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch in his book. But it is undeniable that it has the hallmarks of Bigfoot's stories. The foul smell, Mike. The large, bulging body. (laughs) The classic tracks, the blue leisure suit,
0: the pendulous breasts. Now, ba- As it runs away. <laughs> there you
1: go. <laughs> uh, now, Bauman was an old man when he told this story to Roosevelt, and you have to think about it. It's made mention here in the article. It's like you you have to think about and take note of how this had to have made an impression, such an impression on him to include it in his book. You know what I'm saying? This Absolutely. hit Roosevelt big time. You're like, whoa! I mean, he believed well, the guy. That's what yeah, I'm saying. To
0: say that he would have to have bled that, believed that story, yeah, to even consider that putting it in his book.
1: Mike's getting visited by Santa in his sleigh right now. Apparently, what was that?
0: I think it's Rudolph. Uh, oh, disguised as a great Pyrenees, <laughs> right behind me. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I, I do love this story. And that's unfortunately, that's basically oh, yeah. all there really is to that. You know, um, yeah. there's a lot of conjecture, there's lots of stories, there's lots of tales, there's theories about it and stuff. Mike, let's just kind of dive into what that is. That has the, the classic, as it says, the classic Bigfoot uh, markings, does it not? I'm not saying like literally physical markings, but the smell you know i keep on saying bulging but the whole thing's you know the only thing that that kind that's of different to me though is the violence um, right
0: and not not completely unheard of but um very very rare extremely rare
1: well like even like we go back to the albert osman story about him right. you know being kidnapped i it mean was he so did, there wasn't any violence that he talks about but he does you know he does talk about being extremely fearful you know fearing for his life and he doesn't know if the big the daddy bigfoot for lack of a better term was going to kind of take it to him there before he escaped um whoa mike you are not mike are (laughs) muted for that one so uh
0: well see when you if you don't do that at a certain point i gotcha and she'll just keep going.
1: Well, this is good though because our patrons can now hear Mike's frightful yelling voice. Yes, and
0: now she is in her kennel and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it takes. Is to, I mean, she's not always quiet when she gets into her kennel, but yeah. but
1: uh, one of these days, though, you know. Think. All I'm saying right now, and I apologize. Um, it's not Mike's fault, it's not nobody's fault. They're just dogs and stuff. We get it, you know, but if you're if you're trying out Patreon for the first time and you're like, God damn it, we got these dogs in the background. Yeah, it's not not all the time. Not all the time. And um Mike is going to eventually move out into an outdoor shed. See? He's gonna move out to an outdoor shed, a little conclave of solitude. He's gonna bring all of his podcast equipment and somewhere a bed. and a bed. A little cot. A
0: little fridge.
1: Uh, A a fridge. Uh, A toilet, probably. uh, Just
0: just a a small hot plate. (laughs) (laughs) A Um, a little storage unit where I can put ding-dongs and ho-hos, and I'll be fine. Oh,
1: gross. Ding-dongs and ho-hos.
0: Throw in a Twinkie once in a while, I'll be good.
1: What awful names, though, by the way. Ding-dongs. (laughs) Ho-hos.
0: Twinkie.
1: Uh, what fluffy bun. <laughs> no, that's what not a brilliant mind <laughs> think of these things. Yeah. Let's call that a grandma's cookie. <laughs> a ding dong. <laughs> Gosh. Anyways. Okay, Mike. Uh, a rasher of
0: bacon. <laughs> uh, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> anyway, go ahead.
1: I love the story. I think there is I, do too. I believe this one wholeheartedly. I think the, the frontiersman, the old trapper, and his partner probably more than likely encountered a Bigfoot. The only part, again, I'm repeating myself, the only part that makes me leery of it, though I believe it, is the fact that it freaking killed his partner.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's a tough one.
1: I mean, yeah. uh, why? Maybe because it was shot at the night before. Maybe it was retaliating, so to speak, maybe. Um, it was angered by being shot at.
0: Maybe it was actually a bear that did the killing and pinned it on the Bigfoot.
1: Oh, those wily bears! Damn it!
0: Yeah, the bear—you get the bear and the fox together, and they planned all kinds of crap.
1: You know that is that is a legit possibility, though. We're not. We, no one knows. Yeah, no one knows that this there that the, a there was a Bigfoot there, and b that it was responsible for you know slaughtering this man. Right, that could have very well been something else. But again, then again, bears aren't known to be violent for no damn reason. No, but there
0: are there are instances where something can, you know, it could have be been a, a wounded bear, an yeah. old bear, it could have been an extremely hungry bear,
1: it could have been a mother protecting its cubs.
0: Exactly, yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: Well, how about that possibility? Was there a family of Bigfoot out there? Was this a mother Bigfoot protecting perhaps a that's, little yeah. Bigfoot?
0: Yeah, got a point there.
1: Hmm, that's kind of an oxymoronic. Term little Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, hey, no he's a
0: tiny wee one, he'll get bigger. Yeah, he's a
1: little Bigfoot, right? <laughs> it's just <laughs> so he we'll hasn't say,
0: reached poor buddy yet.
1: We'll say Sasquatch, though. He's a wee little Sasquatch. So, I mean, I believe it's what caused the demise of this poor trapper. Uh, no one knows. Obviously, but Teddy, it done it to
0: himself, actually. Oh, gosh, what?
1: Why would oh, you? Oh, just kidding. Yeah, that's I was gonna horrible. say that. that would, Frightening. That'd be <laughs> that'd be a very um, dexterous, not dexterous, flexible yeah. on his his uh,
0: point. It could have been a bad acid trip, and anything's possible.
1: That's very true. Very very true. Um, I believe the the trappers, though. I believe they encountered and saw something. I mm-hmm. believe Teddy Roosevelt believed them. He obviously believed them enough to write about it in his book. For God's sakes, so yeah. this. Again, we talk about this a lot of times, Mike. You know, like eyewitness testimony. Yeah, you can't. You can only take it so far. But if you feel that you have the ability to, you know, kind of weed out the bullshit, right? You know, mm-hmm. e- even if it's an extraordinary tale such as this, you know, an outlandish tale. I mean, I like. I personally think I can look someone in the eye and not. I'm. Not, I'll probably sound foolish saying this. Not be fooled. I feel like I can read people. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I honestly think I can. I um, even though you are
0: really good at reading people. Yeah. I I, I, I tend to when I guess need to. I yeah. can. I mean I do, but I just you know you don't want to be doing that all the time
1: either. Well, no, I, but sometimes I, sometimes but you can't you help to. it.
0: But you can't help yeah. it either. I just could save your life someday.
1: I personally get. <laughs> I know it sounds cheesy and lame. I personally get vibes. You know what yeah. I mean? No, it's not
0: cheesy at all. That's it's like hmm. That's yeah. That's well, yeah, that, is that you know, intuitive? Is that
1: intuition?
0: Sure. Absolutely, it's uh, empathic. It's, uh, um, Yeah,
1: absolutely. So what I'm getting at is obviously Teddy believed him for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a very strong-willed, straightforward, uh, no-nonsense guy who saw a lot, experienced a lot. I don't think that he would have put something in his book that he did not truly believe
0: happened. Unless they paid him handsomely.
1: And we all know how rich those trappers were back in the yeah,
0: day. Yeah, I tell you. They sell a few belts, I tell you.
1: <laughs> so, um, long story short, I love the story. I truly think that something went down, Mike, and I think we can oh, yeah. we can say that we had a president who definitely was open to the idea that there was such a thing as Sasquatch, and that's not, that's not something to s- sniff at. You know what I'm saying?
0: I wish that uh, or he could have been it, president it. in today's world and uh maybe he could have would have been more open to uh disclosure for alien life That's and a UFOs good and things point. like that.
1: Hell yeah. So, you notice that you see stuff like I'm just I'm I'm just going back to the last few elections. so we're going back to like Barack Obama when he's running for president to Hillary Clinton when she's running for president. Not Donald Trump because I don't think he ever even hit the, the late night talk show market on certain sides of it. Um but and, you know, cl- going back to Bill Clinton and stuff, you know, they would all kind of jokingly talk about yeah. the alien slash UFO reveal.
0: You well, know, if uh, I did, I'd have to kill you.
1: Yeah. You they know? would seriously say stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, and yeah. then you would never hear anything again. Yeah. I mean, it's like Hillary promised to declassify all this stuff. if moment she, oh, you know, yeah. she became well, president.
0: Uh, Carter. Carter wanted to talk about it. Um, Carter saw a UFO. Yeah. Yeah. Experienced it. And he was suppressed, I believe. But he spoke about it openly he, he did spoke, speak about it but um but yeah I, I'd have to do more research on that well,
1: you think that he was the people were trying to get him to not talk about it is that what you're is that what you're no, kind of thinking like, or he,
0: it, what he did talk about he was probably too much from what uh higher ups even mm. from him would be considered uh shouldn't be be said
1: okay okay um
0: there is higher ups. If there's that secret government, there's that black ops thing. If 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 you know, who knows? I know. You we know. By the way, have,
1: you know. Um. And again, re- as a quick aside, regardless of your politics, you know, right? You know, Carter was recently moved into hospice. You know, he's yeah, yeah. I ninety eight or something. I mean, what, what a
0: what a life. What I mean, a, what, a, what a
1: life. What a humanitarian after
0: presidency. The humanitarian work yes. that he
1: did. Yeah, absolutely. That's the. You know, biggest contribution he ever did, and peanuts. What good a guy! God, peanuts. What a guy. What a guy. Um. <laughs> so, um, you know, just I don't know why I brought that up. Actually, oh, because we're what talking would we
0: about be without Billy Beer from his brother. I mean, for crying out loud, <sighs> ever tasted that?
1: No, not good. Not good. Any, uh, anything anyways. else? Anything else? So we yeah. we have a moment or two when it's, the dogs aren't doing anything, and that's your contribution to the episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, I'm I'm holding my mic, you know, one, know, in one hand and my thumb over the mute button. I know, I so know. I'm, I I'm doing doing my That's best. That's what, this
1: will be a this will be our shorter than a shorter than usual Patreon. We do have legit reasons. One being that Mike's microphone stand literally broke, yeah. and he's holding his microphone, and it's a big With fat, a bum arm. big fat blue Yeti microphone, and he's got a bum arm, and it's really hard for him. <laughs> we we amazingly made that terminal episode. Over 50 minutes with Mike holding the microphone, and that went great. So, uh, um,
0: oh, loved it, loved it.
1: But I won't keep you long this, uh, but, tonight, Mike. But, uh, what, okay, final thoughts, whole, final thoughts, final thoughts. So, yes, well, go ahead.
0: Well, okay, just before the final thoughts, I got to do this real quick. Sure. The story behind teddy bears. Oh, thank you. Okay, so there was a, uh, a, a photo that was not a photo, but a drawing that was made of Teddy Roosevelt, um, out in the woods, and there's a bear with him. I don't know the whole story behind that, but, that was seen by um, an illustrator or something like that. Anyway, um, from that, uh, the bear, the teddy bear, was made. <clears throat> the original teddy bear was looks like a stiff teddy bear, which are very valuable, worth a lot of money, very collectible. And that's where the teddy bear came from—an honor, a tribute to Teddy Roosevelt.
1: Well, thank you. That's awesome. So,
0: anyway, and final thoughts.
1: This has been an informative episode.
0: Absolutely. Maybe. My final thoughts are, yeah, something definitely happened. And I agree with you about the, the violent content of it. It just doesn't make sense to me.
1: That's the only part but, that just doesn't, doesn't but I just I just up.
0: know that it's it, it has happened. It's extremely rare. It doesn't mean that it can't happen. Um, but then again, there's the thought of, well, was it actually a grizzly bear? And they, they did see something that was... Say it was actually a Bigfoot, but when they come back to their camp, and he comes back to the camp and sees it destroyed, somebody dead, they saw the Bigfoot. He saw the Bigfoot. you gonna blame it on what he saw. Didn't yeah, see a bear around there, but a bear could have came and did exactly what happened.
1: That's very true. Yeah, another so, good point.
0: So those points that we covered like that, and that's that's basically how I feel. I mean, to yeah. me, I think it was an actual Bigfoot sighting. And,
1: I um I concur I yeah. definitely think something out of the ordinary was seen specifically a Sasquatch and um and it, again the the story impressed upon Teddy so much that he included it in his own book so yeah I can't emphasize yeah. that enough I've repeated that yeah. about 9 thousand times but it's important It's an important part of that
0: yeah it is it's and it's awesome I, I just love the whole idea of it. And if you want to see Teddy Roosevelt, there's a certain day during the summertime in Medora.
1: The real where Teddy there's Roosevelt?
0: Like, where there's like twenty of them.
1: Twenty Teddy Roosevelts?
0: <laughs> yeah, and they're all dressed as like they cloned different, them. Different time periods of Roosevelt's life and everything. And
1: oh, I, I talked you're, you're, talk to the uh, I presidential see.
0: Uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt when I was there once, and it was. You need cool, you need to be
1: clear, Mike, that you're not talking about the actual Teddy Roosevelt because he passed no, away a long time ago. He did.
0: But boy, I tell you, these ones, these guys, they look like them I and they dress the part and they, I mean, they totally act the part. They don't slip at all.
1: That's awesome, um, man.
0: They, they stay in character like you wouldn't believe. It's really cool.
1: Well, some people who never have to stay in character because we are just simply characters. You and I, Mike, this has been another blast. I try to get out
0: of this character and they won't <laughs> let me.
1: Oh, come on now.
0: Uh, it's devices in my brain. They won't let me.
1: Well, that's why we're ending it. That's why we're ending it tonight. The only Uh, voice
0: I got in my head is yours, Patrick. I know, and that's what keeps (laughs) you up at night. through the ethers.
1: Uh, (laughs) Mike has nightmares hearing my nasally voice. (laughs) Podcast ideas. Your voice is just fine. The worst part about your voice is you complaining about it all the time. I'll shut up. (laughs) Well, thanks, buddy, for making this work. I appreciate it. I will get the um, terminal episode published shortly. And until next time, Mike, what do our awesome awesome Patreon family members need to do.
0: Peace out, please.